Welcome to Chapter 1 of HealthSystemCIO.com's interview with James Wellman, CIO at Comanche County Memorial Hospital. In this segment, Wellman talks about the challenges he faced when he first took over as CIO, how he really felt about being a transition site for McKesson, and what he's done to change the culture at Comanche County. Hi, James. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak with us today. Thank you. It's, it's nice to hear from you. Hey, you too. So to uh, give a little bit of information for our readers and listeners, can you just talk a little bit about Comanche County Memorial Hospital, just in, in terms of you know, bed size and um, ambulatory care, things like that? Yes. Uh, Comanche County is a 61-year-old hospital that was formed um, by private donations for the, the betterment of the community. And they set that up quite a while ago, and it is now a full-service 283-bed hospital, and we're the largest hospital in western Oklahoma, west of Oklahoma City. And we're one of the larger hospitals in the state um, when you get outside of, obviously, Tulsa and Oklahoma City. So we are a full-service standalone hospital. We operate under an authority with a, a board, and we have some management over another hospital that is uh, nearby. And we run uh, a... Uh, nursing home, a durable medical equipment business. We take care of all the ambulance services for this county and parts of the surrounding counties for us as well. So as the years have gone by and a lot of hospitals in smaller areas, and I think you see this nationwide, have closed. You'll see some that have kind of grown and picked up some of those extras, and that's, the, that's what the mission that we have right now at Comanche County. Okay. It's a fairly rural area where, where you're located? Well, we're actually in Lawton, uh, Fort Sill, Oklahoma. It's the uh, third largest uh, city. Is, if you count metropolitan areas you know, from around Oklahoma City, it's all part of that area. But we're actually, um, it's not, we're not considered rural. There's no um, uh, special discompensation we get from the government for being in a rural area. We have rural clinics. But our area itself, because of our uh, proximity to Fort Sill and some large manufacturing, specifically uh, Goodyear, has one of their largest uh, manufacturing plants in the world here. So we have a little over 100,000 people in the city and a demographic area of about 300,000 that we okay. serve. So it's a, that in between the, the growing city and a small town fill, because 10 minutes and you can be out in the country. All right, and we'll uh, we'll get into this a little bit more uh, in in a little while. But um, how long have you been there? I have been at uh, Comanche County a little over four years. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about uh, the clinical application environment now. At this point, are you on uh, McKesson Paragon? Yes, we are McKesson Paragon for our inpatient, and that's uh, we we use pretty much everything uh, McKesson from that standpoint, from our pharmacy to our lab. And we are using the McKesson lab products and some of the McKesson, or now Accenture for our automation as McKesson sold that area. Our ambulatory is uh, eClinical Works, and we've merged those two. So we have actually two instances of Paragon that we support, uh, both here and at a hospital that we manage in Frederick, Oklahoma. And then we have two instances of uh, ECW. We have it for our full clinics here. And then we also have a federally qualified health care center, which is a Lawton Community Health Center. 
and they run a different instance of ECW. So those present some different challenges as well because even though we're all under one umbrella, I have uh, four disparate systems there. Okay. And is that something that's just kind of, that's, just, that, that's the way it is, or is it something that you're hoping to change down the line? I would like to change it down the line. It's, it's not, from my perspective, a very efficient component. And running, a, being a standalone hospital and running your full EMR by yourself can be an expensive endeavor. So for a hospital like us, it's manageable. But when we look at this much smaller hospital that we help manage, um, that's quite a, a burden on them financially. Yeah. So we've been investigating making, making that an add-on facility, and that would commingle our clinical data and keep the uh, financial data separate. Even though we do have a management clause with them, we do have to have that ability, should it ever, the need ever arise, to make sure it's a clean separation and break. Okay. And the same with the um, ECW. That just um, that was a matter of timing when those came in. Before I I arrived, uh, the LCHC, the Community Health Center, had already started up with Paragon, and the hospital was in a decision component between going at the time with Horizon Ambulatory Care or another product, and uh, they ended up opting for uh, ECW. So. We, we ended up with those two separate instances, and we're investigating that as well right now to merge them because that way our physicians aren't working on multiple systems. I'm not having to do multiple upgrades, and you've got continuity no matter where you go. Yeah. Yeah, that's certainly not ideal. <laughs> Let's talk a little bit about Paragon then. At what point was, was that selected? So the hospital... Originally, uh, before I ever arrived, they'd, they'd signed a contract with Horizon, McKesson Horizon, to go full Horizon around 2007. And they were um, on that path when I showed up at the end of 2010. Okay. So we went live with our CPOE uh, 90 days or less than 90 days after I arrived. I uh, inherited uh, a little bit of a opportunity there. There had been a significant amount of turnover in some of my predecessors over that period of time, so continuity was an issue. And then we were destabilizing the system, getting everything set up, and we were running that for a year. During that year, 2011, uh, McKesson started making some inroads and talking about, I guess, their future, and they launched a, a, a initiative called Better Health 2020. Right. And at that point, they were seeking out uh, transition sites that would make uh, the switch from Horizon to uh, Paragon. And we were right at a fairly good uh, point in the road from their perspective. We had a, uh, a solid foundation, but we were not so fully committed and implemented at that point that it would be you know, like turning an aircraft carrier. We, we were actually a little more nimble and able to do that. So we, they approached us in 2012, uh, at the beginning of 2012, to talk about this. We went back and talked to uh, all of our clinical staff, and the clinical staff was involved, medical staff. And at that point, they came back and agreed that, you know, the Paragon was the best selection. Switching out completely wholesale would not 
would not be a, a very cost-effective means for us. So within 13 months of that, we uh, went live in March 25, 2013 with Paragon 11. So it was a big bang wholesale switch. That meant we had to bring up an entirely new uh, physical infrastructure to port all those systems, build it, and meanwhile uh, maintaining everything that we already had in place. Right. So we essentially had two systems running for about a year at that point. So it was quite an interesting uh, challenge. Yeah, yeah I, I can imagine. What, um, what were kind of the initial thoughts when, when you were approached by McKesson? Because this is, I mean, I know that you said that you, you were in a reasonable spot as far as this goes, but still, I, I can't imagine that that was. <laughs> well, and, and it, it, it honestly kind of shakes you. Um, McKesson yeah. being the, you know, such a, a large uh, player in the industry, that's quite a quite a endeavor for them to come back and say, we're going to take essentially our largest base with our largest hospitals and start ultimately migrating away from it. And while they never came out at that time and said that they were going to sunset the Horizon product, right. uh, I think in the user community, when all of us talked, we all said, well, that was the, the shot over the bow. And in the near future, they will be sunsetting Horizon. So that now in 20, I guess the end of 2014, first 2015, that's much more formalized that that's happening. So they're they're seeing those products sunsetting, and it's uh you know it's it's in they had to do that in regards to competition in the market. So when you're with a vendor of that type, or you're right with that vendor, you know that that does shake your confidence a little bit. Yeah. Uh, it makes you nervous. The Paragon product had a good reputation. It had been primarily sold as a smaller hospital solution, even though it had more than enough capability and there were hospitals larger than, than ours using the product. But still, you know, it's, it's a, uh, it is a bit of a confidence shaker because that meant that decisions you'd made uh, years ago, were they still the right decision? So financially, it's it's very concerning as well because again, we don't have a lot of options and on, on who we could switch to and what we could do, and and they had invested quite heavily into the McKesson product. Right, that's a that's a really interesting uh, curveball to be thrown, and then you had to deal also with uh, like you said, you had those two systems running for quite a while. So that's I, I yeah, for a year we maintained two systems. Now the upside yeah. was. For, for the McKesson product, the primary, uh, actually the medical record, the legal medical record is their now McKesson patient folder, previously Horizon patient folder. So our upside is that we did not have to take all that data and migrate it. And that is, is quite a substantial time saver and headache saver because unlike switching wholesale from, let's say, Cerner to Epic, um, you're not having to pull all that data and migrate those databases and put everything in. They use the exact same medical, legal medical record. So that, that part of it made the, um, the transition much easier. Yeah. Being one of these transition sites, I mean, it's not something where, where Paragon was, was, uh, wasn't being used. Like you said, it's being, it was certainly being used in a lot of hospitals, but to be one of the, uh, the transition sites, um, I can imagine that there, there may have been some uh, hesitation there. There was. Um, 
the concern and, and unfortunately it played out to some degree. Um, while we were approached, a lot of hospitals were looking at meaningful use. You know, they, so you were getting on the tail end so you could just make the uh, meaningful use stage one. That's what we were looking at, and we were right at that, you know, you had to make a decision on what you wanted to go with. We could have stayed with the Horizon product and met meaningful use, or we had to decide right then to make that transition. So that was a, a bit scary. And then our question came in is how many other hospitals were going to do this, and did they have the support staff and the expertise to provide to us to, to make that transition? And mm -hmm. they admittedly came back, you know, after our implementation and a few other hospitals that, no, they did not. They were a little thin, and they acknowledged that. And, you know, they've been working with a lot of us since then. But you had a lot of really good, solid people, and they had been working on a much more uh, controlled implementation. Suddenly, 50 hospitals are switching, yeah. and that's that's quite a quite a endeavor for them. And so, supporting that, it spread their ranks a little bit thin. And while they could hire the people, you can't hire that direct expertise to do it. You know, that that was a little tougher. So those brought some challenges to us, and the continuity was not quite as what we would want it to be. Right. Now at this point, um, you're kind of in that, uh, maybe that optimization mode? Yes. I mean, so you, you put the product in, uh, you've done all of your training, and at the time, just to further complicate matters, we were a, a fully outsourced IT shop with McKesson. So, okay. uh, and that contract was actually coming to an end uh, a year later after the implementation of Paragon. So during that first um, rollout, the hospital itself had a staff that was overseeing a, a large portion of the build for Paragon and putting all that together. And the, you know, they didn't have a lot of experience doing that as well. And they hired several outside companies to come in and help with that and some third-party groups. And then the IT shop was kind of sitting there in the middle. They were kind of caught in a very gray area on what to yeah. do. They saw the challenges, but then also that was uh, the people they were reporting to. And, and so it's a really tough message to do. So it just further added a layer of complexity to everything in our optimization. So when it went in, we had some initial problems. Um, and at that point, then the hospital administration here came in and moved all of that over under the IT department. And so the IT department then rallied around that and started working with that, that hospital group and broke down any type of barriers or walls and, and really started on the optimization and has been doing that ever since. So the key being they, they made the stage one meaningful use uh, successfully, you know, passed the audit, uh, went into um, stage one year two and successfully attested there as well. And with, with large numbers, there was no we barely made it uh, we had, you know, 95th percent or 95% of the uh, physicians were using the system as expected, and most of the other numbers there are just part of it because of our you know, either turnover or locums or some of our uh, contracted physicians in this situation where we, you know, they weren't quite ready to use the system. 
and training it that that quickly is kind of a of another tough endeavor to do but we've overcome that as well so there's been a continued optimization of the system we made the transition into uh, Paragon 12 from 11 and that was a, a very uh, big change for the system and they've done a continual improvement and that's what they've been doing ever since we've upgraded to 12.1 recently the physicians are much happier um, I don't know if they're ever going to be totally happy but uh, they're <laughs> happier because we've reduced right. clicks and, and improved workflow and so there's a continuation there and we have a pretty good plan and we're sitting there watching what is McKesson going to do because they have their, in their eyes, their game changer project or a product, which is uh, Paragon 13. And it is essentially a complete uh, rewrite of the program. It, I mean, That's got to be a little daunting to hear that. <laughs> yeah, because that means essentially I'm going to be right back where I started uh, three years ago. Okay. I would have to build and put in a whole other infrastructure system in the data centers, new servers, everything set up just to implement this system. And as we know in IT, that doesn't mean just one system. I'm going to be putting in multiple systems so that I can have, um, I'll have like right now I have three, three instances of, my, of Paragon running. You know, I have a yeah. full development, a test, and then our production. And I will have to do the same thing on the other systems. Granted, I don't have to put all three in right from the get-go, but within close proximity, as soon as we go live and shut down one and turn on the other one, uh, I'll still have three systems running. So I'm landlocked in my facility, so that presents different challenges in our data center. So we've had to do a lot of work and, and transition there. And so we would put in another system, meanwhile running the full system that we have and doing day-to-day -day support on that and running the hospital. But at this point, we feel like we're fairly experienced in that, that regard. So we look yeah. at this one as just a, another, another opportunity to, to go and tackle. Yeah. It's a very positive way of looking at it. <laughs> well, uh, that's something we actually changed in this organization, and, and that's you know from the morale perspective. I can I can lead and, and complain and say oh you know the woe is me stuff, and that in turn will will migrate into the staff and they'll feel that, and it's not. It's uh, it's a continual change, you know. In, in IT, while it's a challenge, uh, the change is a good change. So we're, you know, we'll make the next best thing, and that's what's best for our patients and our families. So from our perspective, you know, it's, it's a good thing, and, and we look at it as a positive thing. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.